covenant, brothers. People don't understand covenant. Never cut covenant with somebody who is not able and is not willing. I can be in covenant with you and I can be able, but am I willing? And if there is chaos and there is 
confusion in their spiritual of discombobulation going on in your home, it could be possible you have went to sleep. And God sent me all the way to South Carolina to wake up the king in you. Somebody shout, wake up, king. Wake up, king. So let's go look at this. If any man be in Christ, not the word be in man. He's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, prior to you being in the kingdom, you were um, a part of the kingdom of darkness. And when you was a part of the kingdom of darkness, you took on the nature of your dad. Well, come on, ask somebody who your daddy. And you didn't do it right. Ask him who your daddy. Yeah, dad? yeah. Prior to being born again, you took on the nature of your daddy of uh, the devil. And when you were in sin, um, your lifestyle was a reflection of who your daddy was. It was expected of you to act and perform a certain way before Jesus. It was expected of me when I was uh, um, in the world to act like the world. It was expected of me uh, to have uh, my Friday bag of weed. Uh, it was expected of me to have my, my chick on the side. It was expected of me uh, to do what sinners do because the devil was my daddy. Yes, come on, come on. Somebody shout amen. Amen. I ask the person next to you, who do you don't ask them again who your dad. Uh, you know, when we was on Margaret Parkish, they would say, uh, uh, Mr. Reynolds, uh, who is my daddy? Uh, you are not the father. Come on, somebody. Because when we are born, we take on the nature, hallelujah, of our daddy. We look like our daddy. And so after we get born again now, we take on a new nature. We're no longer, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, we're no longer a part of the kingdom of darkness. We are now a part of the kingdom of light. And our behavior should reflect who our daddy is. Y'all not hear me. I am not who I used to be. So I should not sound like I used to sound. I should not look the way I used to look. Come on, somebody. I should not behave the way I used to behave. I should not accept some things that I used to accept because I've taken on a new nature. I've taken on the nature of my daddy, and my daddy's name is Jehovah God. I'm in the image of my daddy. You're not hearing me. Now, we have no idea what Jesus looked like in the natural. As a matter of fact, he said, don't even paint a picture of me. Get to heaven, you may be. Say, I bless Daniel. You didn't kiss that. You may be like, what's up, my brother? He may be hard enduring today, son. We don't have a natural of what Jesus looks like. Whatever Michelangelo painted, that was what he wanted us to think Jesus looked like. But we do have an idea of what he looks like from a spiritual place. Oh, Lord, God, yeah. I wish somebody shouting again. We have an idea what he looks like from a spiritual point of view. I don't know what he looked like in the natural, but I can read the word and I can get a depiction of what he looked like in the spirit because he gives us an idea by his works. He was the healer in the spirit. He was the deliverer in the spirit. Hallelujah. He spoke to mountains and mountains obeyed in the spirit. He laid hands on the sick and the sick recovered in the spirit. He caused a dead man to walk again. He caused a woman with the issue of blood to be healed in her body. I kind of have an idea of what he looks like in the spirit. And if I'm in his image and after his likeness, I ought to look something like my dad. I'm his son. 
to be able to heal. If I'm his son, I got power to speak to mountains and cause them um, to obey. If I'm his son, if there's anything dead in my life, I have power to resurrect it with my words. If I'm his son, I can see all kinds of confusion and declare peace be still. If I'm his son, I can lay hands on the sick and declare they be recovered. If I'm his son, I can cause a woman at the addition of blood uh, who had a addition for 30 some years and she spent all she had. Nothing got better. It only got worse. I can cause that woman to be healed because I'm in the image of my daddy. Who's your daddy? All right, let's go to this book and I go to the people. I hate to start out like that. You know, I gotta keep, gotta keep it going. So let's look at some things this morning because we are seeing, the Bible talks about, go ahead real quick, let me read this scripture real quick. Go ahead real quick to Ephesians 6, verse number 12. Oh, Lord of God in heaven. If this is the law since I preached to people, I don't know how that happened. Read the I see somebody, I haven't seen it, I found somebody in me in years. Amen. I said, look at your neighbor in 18 months. I don't know what to do up here. Amen. Watch this now. Let's go let's look at some of the things in the Bible. Because from the 10 9 10 says, it comes by hearing. Hearing about the word of God. You're this church. I know you've been preached and taught the word God, uh, not descending. And, um, uh, uh, and uh, a pastor, John, and they teach a little gospel. They, they, this should not be good that they spiritual father. We all come from the same lineage. I know you didn't talk the word around right here. Let's go look at some stuff. I'm going to the scripture. Then I'm going to do a little preaching. Maybe do a little, little prophetic word. And uh, we're going to see what the Holy Ghost has us to do. Ephesians 2, verse number 6. And hath raised us up together and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. All right, go with me back to the book of Ephesians 2, verse number 1. We are set together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. Seated with Christ in heavenly places. Now, we got to make sure we understand this heavenly places because this is what I do know. I do know that I'm not at the right hand of the Father with Christ because that's his seat. But I'm seated with him in heavenly places. I've got to define and discover where is this heavenly place that I'm seated. Because it will give me some insight on what I am capable of doing in the spirit realm. Because every attack that you will have starts in the spirit realm first. Come on. Somebody shout, who you daddy? All right, watch this now. Watch this now. And you have been quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. So we are uh, quite active when we was in the world, following after the world, following after Satan, living in the flesh. I lived in the flesh for a long time. I was a chief sinner. They had rankings. I have at least about five and six stars. Yeah. I have, yeah, I'd yeah, be decked out with all kinds of, you know, uh, medals. Because I was a real sinner. And don't act like I was on one, and I had fun doing it. Yeah, the Bible says sin is pleasurable for a season. You want to be all holy now, I want to act like, well, I don't know what you're talking about now. No, you know what I'm talking about. You know what the boot in the back of the dog look like. So I have been seated with him. All right, go to Ephesians 2, verse number 2 and 3 again. Um, and let's look at another scripture. Where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the powers of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom all also have our conversation in life in times past. And the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath as even others. That's who I used to be, but I got a new nature now. And it 
because of my new nature, my current condition is different from my past condition. My current condition is a reflection of my new nature. And a reflection of my new nature is because of the current relationship I have with my new daddy. And my new daddy is now the one who's living and breathing inside of me. And I ought to look like him. And I ought to have victory like him. And I ought to be able to walk by faith like him. I ought to look like my new daddy because my light is now shining brighter than it's ever shined before. I come to wake up the king in you.
their souls.
And they say, Mr. Reynolds, that break that you had, it, 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 it looks like it is a break that happens uh, when you have a bone disease. And we, we think that you got a sarcoma in your leg. And then they came back and concluded it and said, it's in that. And so they, and then I said, well, how did they get that? He said, that's what puzzles, puzzles us. This kind of disease normally don't fit African Americans. Wow. Why no one black? <laughs> that this kind of this kind of disease normally don't affect men 50 years old. Well, what's going on? Then I realized. And until you get ready to do something significant that affects the kingdom of darkness, you won't fight the kind of battles that you fought prior. It wasn't until Jesus decided in the garden of Gethsemane that he was getting ready to go to the cross and die for all humanity that he faced the devil himself.
thinking. Come on, somebody. And the king's in the house. Last night I was lying in that room with the bottom of that telephone alarm system kept going off. And I said, Am I going to have to kiss me a red eye out of here? Because the enemy is around my house. And I'm the king of my house. And I'm supposed to be protecting my house. A pastor just might have to get mad because if I see somebody creeping around my house, I got to get out of here. I'm the king of my house. Amen. The church belongs to the Lord. And you God's bride. My bride is back there in Texas. And if something's going on with my bride, I gotta get to my bride. I'm the king of my house. My wife is beautiful lady, beautiful, highly intellectual, four degrees, on her own law firm in Houston. And I didn't make a come up because people try to mix, people try to. People try to contribute my come up to who I married. Now, the Bible says when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing, but nobody trip out. But wait a minute now. I'm not going to let you discount my 20 something years of serving God. I was going to be blessed regardless of who I married. Because whatsoever a man sowed, that's what he also reaped. I have a justified the right to be blessed. I have a justified the right to be the head, not the tail. Amen. I have a justified the right to be above only level beneath. I have a justified the right to be more than a conqueror. I've been on the front line of ministry. I gave hands on thousands of crackheads and saw them get healed, delivered, and set free. I got a justified the right to be blessed. Because you cannot invest in something and not have a justified the right to make a withdrawal from it. But my wife, she from South Oak Cliff. I don't know where the hood is over here in South Carolina, but South Oak Cliff is the hood of Dallas, Texas, one of the most violent communities in the United States. My wife is from South Oak Cliff, and she will fight you. Yes, she will. Don't get it twisted. Don't run up on her. Praise the Lord. She's out of Oakland. Anyway, when I was first got out of the hospital, Bishop, and um, I was lying in the hospital bed in Dallas, and my wife said, Ed, if you don't preach, you're not going to make it. Just listen, listen, kings. Life is in the word. So here's what I did, Bishop. I told my IT people, bring me a camera to the hospital. I said, bring me a camera to the hospital, and I gotta preach to the people. I cannot not preach to the people. See, we got to as men, we got to be willing to be transparent, both in the good seasons of our life. Then I got out of the hospital. I said, I got to go show my people. I started taking chemo. Uh, that man of God said he lost, uh, he lost hundred something. I lost hundred something pounds. Now, brother, I don't know why you trying to do this, but I'm not no hurry to get none of mine back. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. He ain't no hurry. Praise the Lord. I'm trying to leave God for a six pack. Amen. I had one when I was in the hospital. I got it by default. Amen. But I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get that back. I lost a hundred some pounds. I lost all my hair. I, I lost all of what I thought was important to people. That was my external experience. Uh, my external appearance. But I fail to realize that it's not what I look like on the outside, but it's who I am on the inside. 
And I had my brothers drag me to Austin, Texas in the van. I got a home in Houston. I'm a native Houstonian. I had them put me in a van and take me to Austin, Texas every Sunday morning against my doctor's orders. But I got a word from God, amen, that he already healed me. Yeah. Come on, somebody. And I went to my church with every bit of energy that I had in me. My body was so beat down because of the chemo, I couldn't hardly get to my shower. It took 30 minutes just for me to get out of bed and get to the shower. But I pressed my way. Hallelujah. Because the king in me is that battle. I'm at war. And I'm not going to let this thing take me out of here. And I went to my church and I preached to my people. 30 minutes like I'm preaching right now. And when I walked into my office, I passed out because my body had been, you know, so dark, so tired. And all the energy had left out of me. But the king in me had to show up to battle because somebody needed to see the victory that God had gave me. Here's my point, kings. Here's what I'm about to take you. Even though my wife is tough enough to fight for herself, it's my job to fight for her. Now, I will bust you in the back of your head by my wife. No, I'm talking about right now. I ain't talking about before Jesus. You think I'm talking about before Jesus? No, I'm talking about right now. Yeah, right now. Here with the Holy Ghost, baptized in your tongues, fire shut up in my bone. I will crack your skull, you mess with my wife. And then pray for you in Jesus' name. Because that's my responsibility. Now, natural battles are fought with natural means. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places, put on the whole armor. Put on, do you? I, I double dog, Dino dog, Scooby Doo dog, Scrappy Doo dog, Snoop dog, dare you to leave your house naked, and I promise you, you're going to jail. So if you would leave your natural house naked, why are you leaving your spiritual house naked? Why don't you come? Yeah, yeah. He's given us authority over the spirit realm. Woo! Hallelujah! Don't you dare leave your house naked. Don't you dare leave your house without being dirty up. Don't you dare leave your house with your full armor on. Don't you dare leave your house without putting your helmet on and your shield on and your shoes on and the word of God, which is your sword. What in the world are you doing walking around without your sword? And your sword is not in your hands. The Bible has become a prop, Dr. John. The sword should be in your heart. Because if it's in your heart, when all hell break loose, it'll come out of your mouth. So here's how we fight. Woo! Hallelujah! Can I get somebody to shout hallelujah? Hallelujah. I need you to stand right where you are for a few minutes and I need you to shout hallelujah. I need you to put your hands together and shout hallelujah. I need you to open your mouth and tell the devil you have a hallelujah. You will not get my children. You will not help my family. They will not attack my castle. The king has arrived. 
pray and not to faint. If you show me a man fainting, I'll show you a man not praying. And the reason why these men are falling in church, good baptized, Holy Ghost, sanctified, filled men, is because they sleep. They're not praying. I'm a big animal panic watcher. I learned a whole lot from animals. And uh, one thing about the hunt of a lioness, now, if you know anything about the lion kingdom, lions do not hunt. The lioness hunt. The lions, they fight. You know, they burn. Fix the food, then he shows up to eat the food. That's what lions do. Lioness, they go out and get the hunt, get the prey. The lioness, oh glory to God in heaven. The lioness is a she's a strategist. She waits on the wildebeest to make their pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah. And what she does. Right. 
righteousness and all the stuff you're chasing. He said, he'll add it to you. Yeah. Number one, we have to pray. Number two, number two, number two, is we got to learn how Jehoshaphat was in the one battle. I, 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 I'm about an hour past. I got about 10 more minutes and I'm done. And about 10 more minutes. That's all I need, Pastor. Watch this. Jehoshaphat, he fighting the battle. And then watch this. Watch this, Bishop. He go talk to the Lord. Now, listen. I don't want none of my pastors, none of my members to feel like they can't call me. But my God, what are you going to know God for yourself? My job as a pastor is to train and develop you so you don't become so dependent on me that you become independent of God. You need God more than you need me because if me and my wife is hooked up and locked up and you call me and ask in the phone, you better know how to go to God for yourself and open up your mouth and talk to your daddy yourself. You need to know how to open up that word Shout it! 